Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and welcome to my blog, where it's both my mission and my pleasure to highlight my creative journey, all in the hopes of inspiring you and giving you specific takeaway, so that way your journey can be a little bit easier. Now, before I fully get into it, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already, that we get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It truly does mean a lot to me, as I hope it does to you. So, last week, um, you know, can kind of be divided into three categories. The creative side, right? Um, and the creative side being primarily uh, working towards my upcoming second feature film. The second one kind of being personal, um, and I'll talk about that. It's in relation to my pet. And then um, something kind of exciting that's, uh, you know, I won't call it a side project, but, um, but something that's, uh, you know, not necessarily a charity either, but, um, but something exciting, right, that I think uh, you will also be able to benefit from, and I'm, I can't wait to talk about that. So those are the kind of three things that I will encompass today. So let's start with the first one, right, the, the creative side. Uh, as far as last week... Uh, the main thing that I wasn't necessarily involved in, but, um, but it was a big push to uh, have completed or at least have a, a very close to draft is the filming schedule, right? Um, the filming schedule um, will help me kind of just visualize what's where and so forth. And so, you know, um, one of the producers, Kenny Harrison, who's working on the movie, that was his, you know, role um, to take the, the script and make sure we can, you know, film it in the time that we need to. And, and so he did that and that came back in. And so, you know, overall, you know, I kind of looked at it and now we're going to make some adjustments based on his recommendations, um, you know, and we're going to really talk about that in this coming week, right? But um, it was a big milestone to have finished up this past week, right? Um, creatively for me, um, we had over another rehearsal this week with everybody, and um, that uh, it was it was a good step forward. Um, you know, it, in a lot of ways, we kind of uh, we took a step we took a step back to go two steps forward. You know, like that old saying, you know, two steps forward, one step back. Well, we took a step back and kind of reevaluated how we were going about rehearsals and to see how we can uh, better maximize everyone's time and efforts within that those time periods and so um i think we came we came to a really good place and um just even in that session that we were together uh it was coming together really nicely and so moving forward we'll you know work based on that protocol if you will and um you know so that that was good um and that's the thing of all of this like you know you try certain things it works. It doesn't. Um, you know, you keep what works. You you adjust what doesn't, and and you keep pushing forward, right? Um, and that's kind of the fun of it all. Ultimately, for me, is you know, you just test out certain things, especially like I mean, it's rehearsals, right? So um, it is about you know trying new things and seeing uh, where you get to, right? And and having that ability to play because once you're on set, you know, you kind of lose that, and you have to you know, utilize the time that you have to get all the coverage and film everything that you need to tell the story, right? And that's a lot of pressure on everyone, the producers, the actors, the director, and the rest of the crew. 
So, you know, now with the rehearsals, that's, that's kind of what we're doing is just allowing ourselves to really go forward um, and, and just try things, right? And so, um, so I think it's, it's always great for me to have just a melding of the minds, you know, just kind of um, we talk it out um, sometimes, you know, just in general, right? Uh, sometimes there can be some tension towards things um, initially, but I think if everyone's spirit is in the right place, then you get to a place that's workable. And that sort of, you know, I, th- I think people just in general, you know, I'm someone that's a big advocate of having diversity of thought and, you know, that uh, coming together of, you know, ideologies and, and kind of push and pull of it all. I think that's, that's what we talk about when we talk about the diversity of ideas um, and what ultimately makes the best product. So, um, you know, something to keep in mind on your things as well. You know, it's not good to just have yes men or things like that. Um, it's always, you know, just, just the idea of questioning it, of like, okay. And, you know, granted, like I said, you got to know when it's appropriate to do that and when it's not. Um, but now here, you know, we have that opportunity to really examine things, you know, more closely from different angles and see what that looks like. And, and that's the exciting part. Um, so, you know, we're going to move forward and continue that. Um, you know, the other kind of aspect of it is, uh, you, we're going to be this coming week, um, you know, this past week, I was really getting in touch with each of the actors so that way we can schedule an individual meeting to talk about, you know, production as well as feedback on, you know, the character and kind of get into the nitty gritty because, you know, in these rehearsals, you know, we're talking about scene by scene and, and kind of, um, specifics of, you know, the overall characters, right? You know, but we're not deep diving on each of the, the people themselves. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're kind of planning, like last week, we you know, scheduled it out. And so this week, now we're going to execute those one-on-one meetings, like I said, to talk about, you know, um, the final stuff in preparation of the logistics, you know, since we're like two months away, as well as the creative side. So um, looking forward to those. The other big thing that was, you know, a huge, huge milestone is that uh, Jonathan Moulton and I, you know, he's, he's running um, the other camera. So we're like basically co-DPing, you know, um, I'm lead DP, he's co-DP, um, you know, I don't particularly like labels, but you know, we just, we just basically like, we're both doing the, the same thing, right? You know, I mean, it's no different than if, if a movie can have two directors, why can't you have two DPs type of thing? I don't know. But anyway, so we had a Zoom meeting where we watched the rehearsal edit. Uh, we had the script open. We had the shot list that I had created. And we went through it um, piece by piece so that way we could start to get inside each other's heads. You know, he could see what I'm thinking, you know, as a director, what I want to capture. You know, and then we're talking about how to achieve that, you know, and, and you know, knowing of like, okay, if someone's covering something, if someone needs to readjust, you know, just kind of that quick glance over of like, okay, I got you, boom, boom, readjust, you know, because for me, I shoot um, very frenetically. And, um, you know, as I kind of told Jonathan, you know, in terms of a lot of the coverage, um, there's a lot of movement in terms of the blocking. And so, you know, I might say like medium shot of this character, but really, you know, it's not like, okay, the person's just sitting down and the camera's on him the entire time. Like, that person's getting up, moving about. And so it's really just tracking him. 
And so that ability to get cool, interesting coverage within that, right, that becomes the art of it all. And making sure that when, you know, actors cross that we don't uh, get in each other's way, where we don't get in front of the camera. So, you know, or if, um, you know, let's say I cross his camera, knowing that like, okay, um, we're going to be utilizing my shot or vice versa. So that way, you know, when those instances do happen, we know like, okay, that was a necessity and, and not like um, just an accident, right? Because, you know, if you need to do that, then I think it, it, you're, by all means, someone can do that, but um, it's not the end of the world. For example, I told him, you know, there, there's one instance where there's two characters and they're sitting um, and, you know, I would be getting kind of more of a true two shot and I told him he has the ability to kind of go back and forth and angle it where it's a two, it's an angle two shot, you know, with the focus on one character over another. And um, within the scene, you know, the scene starts off with an emphasis on one character but really moves to the other. And so that ability to shift behind me, I said, you know, you can rotate behind me. And as you do that, you're going to, you know, you're going to break the moment because um, you're going to see me. But that's okay. You know, just cross and then, boom, we'll pick up coverage on your shot there when we need to. Um, so, um, and literally, like, you know, as of now, we have about 800 or so uh, plotted out shots. So, you know, it took us quite a while in this Zoom, you know. Um, the the rehearsal edit um, is, is like an hour and 50, you know, because um, it just breathes. And obviously, there's not, like, coverage to, you know, tighten things. Um, so, you know... That was an hour and 50 in general, and we did a lot of start and stopping um, and things like that. And we also, uh, you know, we would also reference movies and things like that. Maybe watch a clip here and there of something else to use as an example and, you know, visualize it for ourselves. And so in that way, you know, it ended up being like uh, we started at 1 o'clock. I think we got done at around like 7.30, maybe 8. Um so a long time, right? But but well worth it. Um, and you know we're just gonna kind of continue the the conversation. Um, we're gonna we're gonna pre-film this one segment that's uh, against the green screen. We're gonna film that in LA, September the weekend of September twenty fifth. So that'll be you know Jonathan and I will also be able to get in a groove there. Um, we also joked about doing some uh, camera exercises where you know we'll have like. Um, three objects placed at various um, depths, right, or length, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, we'll kind of, uh, you know, both be on a camera and record of like, okay, who can, you know, who can basically rack focus from one to the next to the next as quickly as possible, um, you know, while making it look sharp, um, you know, like basically like a, a cameraman's Olympics, if you will, right? Um, so we talked about that and, you know, it's all in good fun. Um, because at the end of the day, it's not about who's better or worse. Um, it's just about learning and getting better together. And also, too, you know, seeing who is, you know, if Jonathan's better than me at rack focusing faster and more accurately, then it's like, okay, give him those things versus me, right? Um, so, yeah, you know, it's all just part of the learning process so we get to a place um, that works, you know, that, that we can do our best work collectively, you know, um, that's what it's really all about. So I'm looking forward to that. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Um, 
as far as the personal stuff, so I talked about, uh, you know, that I mentioned at the top, um, you know, um, I have a dog named Chloe and, you know, a lot of people confuse her for a puppy because, you know, um, she looks very, very young and very healthy. However, she's not, you know, she's 13 or so years old and, you know, she's a rescue. So, um, there's much information, so it's all speculative. Um, but we know, we know that she is about 13, right? Um, and, you know, as part of that, um, you know, comes old age, right? And so she's dealing with some stuff. She's had a pinched nerve in her neck for a while that, that we've been dealing with. And, um, you know, it's just kind of, uh, I don't think it's something, as time goes by, I don't think it's something that will go away. It's more something to be managed. And so in that sense, um, you know, you do what you can. So, um, it's, 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 and it's, you know, I don't know what it's like in other parts of the U S but, um, but right now because of the pandemic here, like to get a vet and schedule a vet is just, um, it's like a two to three week, you have to schedule it two to three weeks in advance. And that's really tough. Cause it's like, you know, technically they ask you as an emergency. And it's like, it's not an emergency, but like, you know, certainly, um, you know, there was like a day last week when she was like limping and dragging her foot and things like that. And it's like, well, you know, I don't know. It's, it's not, it's like, she's not in immediate pain. I don't think she's going to like die, but you know, it is scary. And yeah, I would like to get it, um, figured out sooner rather than later. And so at the suggestion of one of my friends, Morgan Lester, thank you, Morgan. Um, she turned me on to this, uh, um, vet who does like acupuncture as part of their um, healing and so forth so I did that um, and luckily they had like you know they had walk-ins so I was able to drop her off and then they got her in by the end of the day and so now um, you know she's kind of going to be on that program where she's going to do acupuncture consecutively for a few weeks and then um, just to really really help that and then we can start to you know ease that but, but to get the true benefits you know kind of just going right at it and getting her in there um, you know, part of that is also, um, you know, we, we did some x-rays, we're waiting on those, like I said, you know, just things in general now, just, it's tough, you know, my heart goes out to pet owners who are dealing with, you know, stuff of any kind, um, it's not easy, you know, um, the x-rays haven't come back yet, um, so like I said, everything's just taking time because of COVID, so, but there was that, um, this Wednesday going to a neurologist with her just to check that out. Um, you know, and just really get all the information that, uh, we can. So that way the best decisions for health can be made. Um, so yeah, you know, and one of the things really why I bring, bring this up is because, you know, I mean, it's especially, you know, for a pet you don't, you can't really communicate with them in the natural way of like, Hey, what's hurting you? Or like, you know, what do you, what, what, what would be your preference of things? You know, do you want to do X, Y, and Z? Do you want to kind of write it out? Like, you know, give them a choice, right? In this sense, like you are essentially their caretaker and you're trying to make the best decisions. And certainly your mind, um, like in all things can wander towards the worst, but really just taking that step back and be like, you know what, you know, um, let's here's here's what we do know so far let's just kind of continue on the game plan um and you know just continue to collect more data and 
make the most appropriate decisions based on that. You know, that's kind of really what it's all about. And, you know, all things considered, you know, I'm not sure how long ultimately she will live. You know, I certainly hope uh, a good long while. But, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting, um, you know, in a lot of ways, I think more and more as I go through life, I try to divorce myself through uh, of outcome and just focus on process. So, um, you know, certainly that applies creatively, but I think it applies in life in this sense too, because, you know, what you would want to do, like, like I said, you know, rather than get worked up over, you know, how long or short she might have to live, it's just giving her the quality of life, focusing on what one can do and, you know, going from there and, you know, where, where, where it goes from there, I'm not sure, but, um, you know, that's, that's, but, but if you focus on that, then it's the best you can do. And, you know, that's it. That's the reality of the situation. So, um, and I think ultimately that does, you know, when you focus on the process that gives you better results, you know, but you can't focus on the result, um, because then you don't get the result that you, like it's a, it's a weird paradox. Um, so take that for what it's worth. Uh, but finally, um, I want to end on, you know, that was, I didn't mean to bring it down, but that's just life. You know, these are all things that have to be faced in life. And so ending, um, I want to end on something positive, right? So, you know, I've spoken in the past oftentimes about the importance of getting your finances in order, um, you know, and really understanding budgeting, investing, saving, all these different things that go into being, you know, ultimately financially free. And, uh, you know, we all have to start somewhere. It's no different than working out. Like if, if you want to get to, you know, uh, better shape, well, that doesn't happen overnight. You have to take the steps to do it. And yes, at first it can be hard, um, but becoming financially fit is no different. And, you know, that's why like, um, I've always been a fan of the Financially Fit Foundation and everything that they do. Um, and they have a wonderful book called Save Yourself. Save being an acronym for spend in alignment with your values and not your ego. Um, and, you know, very recently I was um, invited to uh, ultimately participate and see how we can work together, you know, um, and build Financially Fit Foundation into something greater. And... You know, it's exciting for me because um, it's a message that I strongly believe in. And also, you know, not only am I going to be able to help a lot of artists and just people in general um, get financially fit, but also, too, you know, part of that is me going to learn, right? There's a lot of the principles, um, you know, that, that the reason why I'm able to do the creative stuff that I'm able to do is because, you know, of the direct link to the Financially Fit Foundation and the things that they taught me. Um, however, much like I have this wealth of knowledge that I can talk about and keep, keep putting out episode by episode, they have a, a tremendous amount of information, like the stuff that I learned really just kind of scratches the surface, you know, and, and so forth, right? And, you know, now a lot of their big focus is also on, like, couples, you know, and how couples, 
because it's one of the things that like oddly enough is like a taboo subject for couples especially at at a beginning relationship to talk about finances and so you know one of their focuses now is how to talk to your partner about finances whether it's a starting off relationship or certainly in marriage like that should definitely be talked about and so they've got an approach to be able to do that and so forth and for me you know um it's exciting to be able to learn that because i want to be better at these things and um you know as i take steps forward in you know my life you know entering a relationship and you know progressing that relationship perhaps marriage and so forth you know i want to be able to have that information um you know it's almost like that saying um failing to prepare is preparing to fail you know and so it's like no it's it's not i'm not a, um jumping the gun in any sort of way because um it's this is useful information that i will want in my life you know um and to be aware of now i say all this but you might be in a situation where you are um in a relationship and so forth or in a marriage um whatever the case may be and you're like ooh okay yeah i would like to know more as well and so for that benefit i highly encourage you to check out um the financially fit foundation in fact i've linked um to it below and so forth and check out all the various resources and classes and so forth that they do have um because this is the type of stuff that you benefit from and it truly is wonderful that they are a resource out there um and you know they're very knowledgeable and so forth and as as someone who's applied their principles in the just the small aspects that i have you know it's tremendously helped me and so that's why i'm excited for to learn this myself but also i know what it can do for other people when they apply it in their life so you know that's exciting to me to be able to you know like i think the greatest gift <laughs> you know we can really give to people is to set them up to be um financially fit so uh that's exciting to me to be part of that mission so anyway that's kind of what i've got going on i appreciate you taking time to to listen and tune in um as always if you have any questions or thoughts of your own please share them down in the comments section or hit me up on social media at @delsvitek would love to converse with you Um, it could be about the stuff that I talked about. It could be about anything else as well. You know that you might have questions on or thoughts about. Um, so thank you. I appreciate you, and I'll see you next time.